0: During COVID, I lost $22 million in real estate and a business that I had acquired in 2019. And for the last year, I have just been unpacking what that meant for me and how greatly it devastated me. My entire life fell apart. I lost my house. I lost cars. I lost friends. I lost people that I considered to be family. I really struggled my mental health struggled i had a hard time just really getting back to the flow of life and so i took a year off to figure myself out and now i am back better than ever welcome back to becoming her and i'm super excited to be sharing what i've learned in this last year i know that you all have been anxiously awaiting for me to post a new episode and Let me tell you, the things that I have to share about life, myself, men, money, just my entire perspective has completely shifted, and I'm really excited to be sharing um, all of my insight. I had to take this time off because if I didn't, I felt like I was going to spiral even more. Um, I didn't have anyone that I could go to and say, hey, look, this is what's happening to me. I am the first in my family to amass all of that. And it was a lot of responsibility that I didn't really understand at the time. Um, I didn't have the knowledge on how to manage it properly. I didn't have the patience that I have now. And ultimately, I know that how I created it is also how I lost it. And what I mean by that is, Amassing all of that meant that I had finally made it. And when I created that, it was out of scarcity. And so I know that the way that I lost it was also out of scarcity. Fear that I was going to be a failure, fear that I was going to lose it all, fear that I didn't know what I was doing. And ultimately, that all came true. And it was like a a bunch of dominoes, you know, one after the other. First, it was the business and then because I didn't have the revenue, I lost the real estate. And then because I didn't have you know, any of that, I then lost my house, I lost my cars, my credit took a complete deep dive. And I felt like I was trapped, but I felt like I was deeper in the hole than before I had gained all of that. And my mental health, took a huge blow. Um, I, I honestly didn't know how I was going to come out of it mentally and emotionally. And for a while there, I just felt like I was sitting in darkness. And even though I am the queen of shadow work and, you know, owning your shit and figuring it out, I, that was a period in my life where I had never been there before. So I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't feel like I had anyone that I could call because I'm the first person in my family to get to that point. And so I just shut down. And I—that that is my trauma response for sure when things are going as badly as they were. And it's like system failure. And I didn't know what I was doing with my life. And I felt like everything that I was so proud of, I felt like an idiot. I felt like a loser. I felt ashamed. I felt confused. And I, who was I going to tell? You know, I, was I going to tell my family? No, because I, for a long time, felt like I was the ugly duckling. You know, look at her. She really isn't doing things the traditional way. She, yeah, maybe she went to college, but. She didn't, you know, go and and work for corporate America. And it's kind of a known fact that I just don't vibe with corporate America. I have said, you know, my thoughts on corporate America many a time where I just think that it's complete bullshit. So for me to denounce the traditional way that I was raised and to amass all this stuff, it was like, wow, yes, I'm doing it. And then, oh, wow, I'm not. I know that COVID was not really something that anyone expected or understood at the time, but because I am a recovering perfectionist and because I felt like I had finally made it, I was so hard on myself when I felt like I had failed. And truthfully, I didn't understand why I would be given all of this opportunity and responsibility only for it to be taken away. And I felt frustrated, angry, and it honestly triggered all of the emotions that I had buried deep within me as a kid. Growing up, I I felt like I was watching everybody else enjoy life and really get to thrive and figure out things and grow and, and do what it is that they wanted to do. So for the first time in my life, when I had gained that business and gained this real estate I felt like yes I'm finally that version of myself that I had but wanted to be since I was a kid I really didn't have a specific this is what I want to be when I grow up I've had ideas but it wasn't like yes I know I want to be a veterinarian yes I know I want to be um you know a baker with my own bakery I I didn't have that specific I just knew that I wanted to make my own money. I knew I wanted to make a lot of it. And I knew I wanted to enjoy my freedom. And so when that all happened for me, it was like, yes. And I I believe that I squeezed it so tight and held on so tight that it had no room to breathe. I didn't have any room to breathe. And I was so constricted that I honestly screwed myself out of my own blessing. And I... To be honest, I'm thankful for it because had I not gone through that experience, I would have never been able to really understand what it's like to amass everything, lose it and rebuild from a strong foundation. I don't feel that I would be in a place where I could really help women understand what it's like to build stability because before, you know, the stability that I was, Obtaining was through scarcity and lack and fear. And now the stability that I am building is from this inner peace and knowing that, first of all, if I've done it once, I can do it again. And second of all, nobody can take something away from me because I'm smarter, much smarter than I was before. I learned um, different tactics and and things regarding business, regarding real estate, money, finance. I've learned so much in the last year, law. And now, you know, the things that have happened before can't ever happen again. And I feel more aligned with my purpose than I ever have. And I believe that that would have never came to me had i not gone through that experience now would i wish that upon anyone absolutely not i lost sleep over that scenario i i honestly sometimes felt like i was losing my mind um you know i i, I felt like i didn't have choices and that for me was very triggering to go from having the ability to choose like all right do i want to go on vacation do i want to go out to eat Do I want to go and spend money? You know, do I want to spend, you know, time just sitting and existing? What do I want to do in a day as opposed to having no choices and having to kick it into hyperdrive and hopefully figure out, you know, how I can come out of a sticky situation? It's two completely different worlds. And I think that Had I not gone through this experience, I would have never understood the value in what I had and also the lessons that I now understand at such a core level. I understand why society has pushed on this idea of scarcity and how it perpetuates a cycle over and over. I couldn't understand it before. I didn't understand why people were in that cycle before, and I completely understand it now. I didn't understand um, the complexity of scarcity, lack, confusion, and I understand it now because when it's ingrained in your nervous system, when it's in your cells, when it's in your, your being to the core, it's gonna follow you no matter where you go. And I believe that I created that scenario um, for my own expansion, um, and, and I am grateful for it. But now, like, there's nothing that reality can get past me. This uh, idea of scarcity doesn't really exist in my mind anymore. I can't conceptualize it. I'm not triggered by it. It's not an emotional experience for me anymore. And that, honestly, is the, the best part about all of this, because i 've already gone so low it can 't scare me anymore that 's not a scare tactic that can be used against me, and I think especially as a woman, we oftentimes have allowed other people, specifically men, to dictate our financial tra- trajectory, our financial future and it's it 's a historical uh, systemic problem you know if they keep you confused, if they keep you out of the room if they keep you focused on the hamster wheel, you're never gonna get out of it. And I didn't understand that before I went through this experience and I completely understand it now. And um, mostly because I had to keep, it felt like a whack-a-mole. Every time something would come up I would have to keep knocking it down. like. No, I'm unsubscribing from that. Like, what is this? I, where does this even come from? And that's the craziest part about it all. I didn't live in a poverty experience growing up. I would say we were probably middle class. Um, you know, we lived in a neighborhood with doctors, lawyers, dentists. And so to grow up in that environment and have such a deep scarcity uh, relationship was so fascinating to me because I've seen like how the other side lives maybe not to the fullest extent but I've definitely seen you know some amazing things and I've witnessed some amazing things so to have this very triggering event and how it just completely pushed me to expand and realizing that not a lot of people i would say a majority of people women Don't move into expansion. They just get caught up in that hamster wheel was very eye opening to me. And I just kept saying, like, I see how this happens. And it, it was from everything from food. I see why they put, you know, food that's not nourishing to your mind and your body in your face, you know, when you're living in a scarcity environment. And I mean, like, you know, you might be living in an apartment building or in an area where they don't have Whole Foods, they don't have Sprouts, they don't have um, Trader Joe's, they they don't have good options, they don't have farmer's markets. They put, you know, the fast food and they put modified food in front of you. And I can see how that creates all of the discord in your body and how that feeds into your mind. I can see all the programming on television shows. I can see like how you get into a cycle of robbing Peter to pay Paul and there's never enough. I see it all and I would have never been able to see it from such a macro and micro level had I not gone through this experience. And I'm just really excited and grateful um, to be able to share the things that I've learned, and also move my business in a way that allows women to not only heal from trauma, but build a foundation. Because I thought that my whole purpose in life was to help women heal from trauma, and it is. And I still intend to do that. But I'm really excited to get into building safety in your mind and how that translates into your relationship with your environment, specifically money and how you can protect yourself by just information. So in this last year, as I was saying, my credit took a deep dive. And so I started getting into um, cleaning my credit. And I had known about, you know, some of the trends that are out there in terms of credit, you know, using letters to dispute and whatnot, but I really got into the law. And I studied what the laws were on credit and how the entire system came to be. I studied where money, the the dollar originated from and why it was created in the first place. I did some studying on the game Monopoly because it's a clear depiction of what's going on in reality and the game that has been set up for us to play. And I got to say... They, they when they say that if you want to hide something you put it in a book that's exactly what they meant because as i was reading my mind was just firing off so much and realizing like wow i created all of this and it's it's easy to overcome it once i understand the rules of the game and i think that that not i think i know that that is one of the largest challenges that we as women face because we haven't ordinarily been in the room. We don't get invited in the room for discussions about law, discussions about policy, discussions about where money originates from. Um, You know, there was a time period where we couldn't have a bank account. There was a time period where we couldn't go out and work. And so now that times have changed. Like, yes, we we are allowed to go and get a job. And yes, we can go and rack up credit card debt. But they don't talk to us about banking. They don't talk to us the truth about it. You know, they, they make you believe that you're going in and you're getting a bank account. It's, you know, you use it to hold your money in. But there's so much more to that. It's deeper than that. They don't teach us about insurance policies and trust accounts and the law to protect yourself or how to set up your businesses or how to protect your credit report by using the laws. I wasn't taught that growing up. I've never heard of anybody in a school system teaching about that. Um, And typically when conversations like that happen, it's, you know, the boys club. And I, I won't say it's not fair because that's just the way that the cookie crumbled. But I will say that it's time for a change. And I would like to merge those discussions along with spirituality and manifestation and the universe because the two are inextricably intertwined and I don't think that people really realize how. I don't think women realize how. Uh, one of the things that I really settled in with is that money does not have an energy. It only is given the assignment of energy that you you give it. Um, everything in your life is only given the energy that you give it. Because it's your reality. You created it. You know, you you came down here for an experience of creation. And so if you constantly sit there and say, well, money has all this energy and you treat it like it's up on some pedestal high above you, then of course you're not going to feel worthy, air quotes. Of course you're going to feel like you're less than, confused, because you've treated it as if you are not equals. And if money is a tool, which it is, it's a debt instrument, if it's a tool for your use, you know, to go out and get more and to help you create the reality that you desire, then why not get comfortable with it? Why not learn about it? Why not go deeper and build a sustainable relationship with this thing that you say is going to help you build this entire reality that you have in your mind? And so that's what I did. And I'm still um, unpacking because it's so much, but I feel that I've learned enough to be able to share that with you all. And that's the direction that my podcast is going in. That's the direction that my business is going in. And I couldn't be more thrilled. Um, I think that the spiritual community has really uh, taken this idea of money and turned it into something that it's not. You know, there's all these videos about manifesting money and and I get the concept and it feels great for people. And, and I love that, but where's the logic behind it? You know, um, I think there's a time and place for everything. And in my experience that the, all of the spirituality stuff just didn't work for me when it came to money because it was two different worlds. Money is matrix. And the universe is uh, what created the matrix in my mind, you know, that this system is a product of all of the people, you know, the, the jobs, the banks, the cars, literally everything that you touch has been created by people. It's been created by a system and that system would not be able to run without the people. And the people come from the universe. And so I think that um, in, to put it into context, I, I feel that the spiritual community has put the cart before the horse and it didn't make sense to me. It, it did not make sense to me the way that the spiritual community was trying to teach it and still tries to teach it. But when you put it into context and say, okay, you are universe, you are creation, you are the energy in which all of the money um, is created from and, and you put things in their proper order and you sit in your energy and your focus and you allow money to be the system and money to house the logic then you combine those two, then of course it's inevitable that it would work. And I did a test on that I um, I held a class, and this was after I had learned how to do this process. So I had debt collection on my debt collectors on my credit report, and so I had studied the laws on that FDCPA. And I sat with them and I thought about them and I put them into context logically as well as spiritually and what that all meant for me. And I knew that debt was of my creation and I knew that if I created it, then I could also remove it from my my reality. And so I disputed and eventually, you know, they came off, but I wanted Some money from it. So I sued them and I won all of my cases. And so I held a class on that. And uh, I sat with it energetically before I presented that class and it sold out. And that for me was the first time that it was just so easy and it made sense and it all clicked into place. And I am very excited to share processes like that from a spiritual but are also very logical standpoint, which leads me to my offer. Um, If you would like to see what that class is all about, you can click the link in my Instagram bio, Becoming Brooke Ashley, uh, which is another thing. I changed all of the names on my social channels. So every single one is Becoming Brooke Ashley. So if you click the link in my bio, you will see an option to sign up for the course. You get immediate access. Uh, The investment is $53, but it tells you if you have debt collection on your consumer report or your credit report, it tells you the process that I went through, the exact process. I break down the laws that you can use to dispute it, and I also go over the process of you um, suing them in court. So if that's something that you want to do, that resource is available to you. And I'm also getting back into taking consults. So there's a link there where you can just schedule a time to chat with me about things concerning money, credit, uh, debt, any of those things. Or if you want to talk to me about spirituality and really getting your life back on track, uh, you can book the link in my either my Instagram bio or my TikTok profile, either one. It's the same link. But um, I'm really excited to be back posting. I'm really excited to shift and really take on this new challenge. And I, I'm really excited for you all to join me. And until next time, I appreciate you for listening in.